Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. I will tell you what, we just keep on knocking out of the park and just getting better and better guests um, and people that uh, just have done amazing things in the 75th Ranger Regiment. And today is like no other. We have Command Sergeant Major retired. We are officially retired, aren't we? The end of the month. Okay, close enough. By the time this release, you'll be retired. James Spencer. So James uh, was in 175, 275, 275 is where we spent some time together and also RHQ with over 20 years in the 75th Ranger Regiment and 19 deployments. And I cannot wait to actually talk about the last one because he has some interesting stories with the very last combat deployment to Afghanistan. And now he actually pulled one over on uh, the regimental Sergeant Major Kurt Donaldson at the time and <laughs> it was on the last jock out. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll uh, get to that. But uh, James, it's great to see you, my friend. Um, how are you doing today? No, thank you. I really appreciate being on here. Just uh, full disclosure, I, I don't consider myself the legend of the 75th. And knowing some of the guys that you had uh, go before me, uh, hands down, they're uh, they're all mentors of mine and uh, and people I look up to. So. I, uh, I just appreciate the opportunity to come on here, share some stories, and, and talk about all the guys that, uh, that I truly appreciate. I don't think – I think it would actually be a disqualifier if I call – if I reached out to somebody and they said, oh, yeah, hey, thanks for reaching out to me. I am actually, in fact, a legend, so I'd love to come on your podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> True. So, you know, you, your sentiment is shared by, by many, but uh, I would uh, – strongly disagree with you you know james um and it's hard for us to kind of you know look at it this way sometimes but you've literally mentored thousands upon thousands of rangers some of them you just don't even know that you actually had a piece of mentoring them because they were watching you from another part of the organization or something like that um you know and you've had a, a substantial uh impact on their career you've been part of their journey and you know they've they've went on and uh, again, I'll also disagree with you because when we, anytime we talk to somebody from 175 or a certain demographic of individuals from 275, your name always comes up in a conversation. And it's always in an awesome way. Well, sometimes maybe you're kind of yelling at them, but you actually just came up in one conversation with Tommy Williams. And he was talking about right. how he realized that and this is actually, this is a good focal point I think we should talk about in Legends, is watching you as a platoon sergeant 
made him realize how terrible of a platoon sergeant he was. <laughs> I actually completely understand how he feels, uh, <laughs> having had the opportunity to to basically be in that first sergeant position or yeah. even in CSM position. Yep. Uh, I would tell the RSM all the time that these guys are 10 times better than I ever wished I could have been. Yeah, so absolutely. understand his uh, sentiment, but, well, but uh, he's also exaggerating. Yeah, well, you know, he just – I, but, you know, I think that's part of, you know, being a ranger leader or being a, being a father is, is, I mean, I feel like as a, as a father or as a leader, you want people to be better than you ever were. And especially, you know, if you, if you have some kind of mentorship role, like you want, our goal is always to offer them insights, um, you know, and mentor them and help them accelerate the learning curve you know, so that they don't make the same mistakes or if they do, they rapidly learn from them and they grow faster than we did. You know, at least that's the mentality I've always had. Absolutely. So, but I, you know, I want to, I want to talk about, you know, your story of becoming a ranger, but just okay. because we're kind of talking about it at this, at this, you know, very moment, you, you know, so you're in one seven five and you're part of, you know, kind of that demographic of guys that really came to age in the GWAT, meaning, Probably for Af the first Afghanistan, were you a team leader about that? About a uh, team leader or a squad leader? Yes. Team yes. Leader. Okay. So same, you know, and there's just a demographic of platoon sergeants that kind of existed in that era um, that it just happened to correlate with also the busiest times in the GWAT by the time we were platoon sergeants, where literally, you know, we were platoon sergeants and McChrystal said, Hey, I want to increase the op tempo, I want to pressure the network. So now Ranger Regiment, you guys are going to be your own strike forces. And it just, you know, that was during our time. And it was just absolutely bonkers time, crazy time in the GWAT. And then also we were happened to be the strike force, you know, NCYCs that just were given everything and all what we wanted. And, you know, we were just doing a crazy sit, uh, crazy shit. And we just happened to have a, a bunch of leadership that, believed wholeheartedly in the the mentality of the fighting fighting platoon sergeant. Yeah, I would uh I would have to agree. The uh just the opportunity to have had time in the regiment is one thing, but then to go to combat um over and over again in leadership positions in the Ranger Regiment, um it's it's hard to honestly put into context what that means to you. Um yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, from the, the first, first trip over as a team leader to up through that, um, you know, 2010 timeframe, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty high hop tempo. And so the opportunity to learn, um, as you're, you know, whether it's in training or overseas and just this constant touch point and then the number of reps that we we're getting. Mm -hmm. uh, under our belt, uh, whether it's as a squad leader or a platoon sergeant, um, so on and so forth. Uh, and, and yeah, as you said, kind of, you know, in an environment where uh, we had the luxury of a lot of, you know, a lot of assets, enablers, um, you know, target rich environments. Um, you know, I honestly, I just, I don't think I could, uh, I could be any more blessed with the time frame in which I grew up in the regiment. Uh, and, and, you know, I, we'll probably talk on it later, but to, uh, to sort of see that from 99 till 2023, um, the evolution that's taken place, although being a part of it, there were times where it was, there was some frustration. We weren't moving fast enough, yeah. uh, in terms of evolving and changing 
Um, you know, you would see one thing, but then, you know, implementation would take a little bit of time uh, to get other leaders to buy into the idea. Uh, and, and so that it was a little frustrating as you live the evolution, but, but I reflect on it all the time. And I look at, you know, a photo of, you know, 99 and, and think back to sort of the, you know, the training raids that we were doing and, and then, you know, kind of fast forward to, you know, uh, you know, late 2009 or even, you know, later in the teens and see what these guys were doing on target was just, I mean, it, it, it goes from like evolutionary to revolutionary. If you were to yeah. compare two side by side, it's uh, quite fascinating. Uh, I, I love to think about that. Yeah, I do. I do too. And I, I love that you brought up the evolutionary revolutionary conversation. And, you know, one thing I've talked about is, is that if you're just evolving, you're keeping pace with the enemy and with the potential of even falling behind where you actually need to be or the emerging threat. You know, now we talk about, you know, the different, you know, competition environment that exists as far as war is concerned, you know, where it's more of like a steady state just because of technology where we're always just in competition, you know, for influence in a lot of different areas across the world. Um, but if you're just evolving, you're, you know, like you're just keeping pace with where you need to be. And what I've, what I've seen is, is that struggle with, you know, the revolutionary kind of mindset and, while I agree with you that sometimes it would be frustrating in the 75th, getting people to change and adapt and everything else in comparison in the conventional army, like it's, uh, you know, we, we, we are, you know, three to five to seven years ahead of, you know, where they need to be at all times, because I honestly, I think, well, I think there's two major factors to it. The trust in the NCOs like is I've never seen it anywhere in my entire life as well, or as good as it is in the 75th Range Regiment. But then also for the officers, uh, they really are the cream of the crop and they can think faster and adapt faster and are not necessarily as set in their ways as even they will be actually in the conventional army because they know they have to shift their mentality to, you know, keep pace with you, you know, the 75th. Um, I think those two things uh, allow us to make sure that we're always trying to revolutionize the organization and we're going, okay, just because this worked last deployment doesn't mean that that's what we should do this deployment. Yeah, I, I completely agree. When I say uh, frustration, I think it's, it's your it's your perception in the moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This fair. idea that man, if if I could just get you know this thing, or if I could just get them to realize, right? Uh, but it, you know, fast forward, you become you become that obstacle, right? Yeah. Uh, I think you know what's the saying: if you uh, if you don't like change, you'll like irrelevancy even uh, even less, or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I, but whenever you really, when you get into the position, something as simple as like haircuts or boots, right? And you're in the position to facilitate that decision or make that decision, influence it. Um, what you start to realize is the weight that comes with that decision. And I think, you know, one of the best compliments I think I've ever gotten as an NCO in the Ranger Regiment, there was this... Uh, safety officer came through the the jtf forward uh was doing his thing and came up and asked if he could out brief me and and uh you know sat down with him and he uh 
And he offered up, he's like, you know, I, I came in and just, you know, the jock, he was just in complete awe of how we're conducting operations today. This is in my 2018 timeframe. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.